Hello and welcome to Everybody Pulls the Tarp. I'm your host, Andrew Moses. With me today, I have a very special guest, Nancy Gianni, founder and chief belief officer at Gigi's Playhouse and uh, 2016 CNN hero. Nancy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you for having me. This is this is awesome. This is great. Well, it's great to have you on the show. And, and I am so inspired by your story, the work you do with Gigi's Playhouse, some of the things that you guys have accomplished in the last few months alone. But why don't we start at the beginning? Let's, let's just go back to um, why you founded Gigi's Playhouse and, and share with my audience what Gigi's Playhouse is. Yeah. So Gigi's Playhouse is our Down Syndrome Achievement Centers. And I started the first one 16, 17 years ago now uh, when my daughter Gigi was born with Down Syndrome. So we offer free therapeutic and educational programs for individuals with Down Syndrome, their families, and the community. And we do it and we celebrate our diagnosis. We we, everything we do is based on fun. It's all purposeful and progressive, always moving people on, but it's really based on, on fun and learning and teaching the world about acceptance. I mean, our, our, our mission is to change the way the world sees Down Syndrome and send a global message of acceptance for all. And in order for us to do both of those things, we kind of had to break apart our mission a little, I mean, break apart our branding a little bit. So Gigi's Playhouse, provides all those free programmings for the families and for the individuals with Down syndrome. And then we also have something that we call Generation G. So Generation G is a conscious decision to be better every single day. Be generous, be kind, be accepting. You can take the Generation G pledge. All you need to do is put a heart on your hand with a G in it, post it on social media, and just say, I can and will accept you as you are. And that's how we reach our second mission of global acceptance for all. So it's been an amazing run. We have... 60 locations and startups all across the country and in Mexico, all providing free therapeutic and educational programmings and message of acceptance to the world. So it's it's pretty amazing the amount of people who are stepping in to um, to just make the world a better place. We 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 need more positivity and 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 more chief belief officers in in the world today, Nancy. That's for for sure. So so 60 locations. My understanding is that there's still a tremendous demand for more. Uh, if oh if I understand correctly, there's there's almost inquiries around putting another 200 of these centers up. Is that correct? Absolutely, all across the world. And it's such a gift, Andrew, because if you think about this, you know, our model of giving everything away for free wouldn't fit in any Fortune 500 CEO's business plan. But you know who wins in this plan is is our families and the world, making the world a better place. And and these people that are stepping up from all around the world to do this in their communities. The way it works is they, you know, they they come to us. I have never gone to somebody and said, hey, you should open a GD's playhouse. They come to us and we give them that model. We give them everything they need to open their playhouse. They fight for it. They they become their own LLC in their area, but they're out there raising the funds. They're out there getting the volunteers. We're 99% volunteer run. And these amazing wow. communities, I'm telling you, there is a higher power guy in this day. And Gigi and I are just like sitting in the seat. Going, oh, here we, we don't know where we're going next. Today we're with Andrew. We don't know where we're going to be tomorrow. And it's just, it's it's where we're, we are right now in our lives. And and it's it's truly a gift because so many other people are stepping up and doing the same things as we are in their own communities. So beyond cool. Wow. Very, very cool. Um so, so all of us have been challenged the last few months. Every business model has been has been been flipped upside down with the requirements of social distancing and the COVID nineteen crisis. You guys are are no different. 
But, mm. you know, as I understand it, in March, you guys completely transformed the business model to adapt to the, the changing times with the introduction of the, the GGs at home. Can you yeah. talk about that for a minute? It's an amazing story of, of a response <laughs> to a crisis and uh, changing changing times. Yeah, it, it was talk about, you know, we're, we, we are like the queens of multitasking over here, but this took us to a whole nother level. And it was, it was, I remember that day, like I was on with all 60 locations when I had to tell them that you guys, it, it's going towards the path that we're going to be having to close down and we need to do it soon. People, people, you know, when you're faced with, a, you know, a diagnosis like this it's a 24 7 diagnosis it's the rest of your life and we were still having people bring their brand new babies while this was all going on and and i couldn't one night i was like i couldn't sleep i said we had two families just walk in our doors today because they needed us but all i could think about because we didn't know much about covid we didn't know if it was hitting babies or who it was hitting at that time was what if because they're here something bad happens and we made that call the next day to shut down the centers and it was only a day or two before the rest of the world had to shut down but just for the safeties of our families and i remember getting on with all 60 of our locations and startups and telling them you know for the safety of our families we have to do this but but, but we're going to get through this and we're, we're going to mobilize we will figure out how to do this virtually we literally that day had to cancel 4400 free therapeutic and educational hours a week that we were giving to families so 4400 hours um, that these families were depending on that. And that weighed heavy on us. And it, it took us less than 10 days to set up a complete virtual platform that was safe, that had both live and on-demand programming, that had up-to-date information on Down syndrome and COVID and how it's affecting our kids. And we were up and running with within those 10 days. The first day that we, that we just launched a live program. We let our families know we're out there. There was, it was a GG Fit um, Kids. So we GG Fit is a program designed specifically for individuals with Down syndrome. It addresses their low muscle tone, their joint laxity, and their vestibular system. And it's for school age kids because they really need it the most. They need to keep up with their peers. And we had 156 participants from 14 different states on our very first live program for that. And we were like. Wait, what? Like we we knew that we were gonna have a few people and it has just been, we've got over 70,000 people coming every week to t partake in the programs, both live programs and then a lot of on-demand programming as well because people are trying to fit this in. And then a lot of support and a lot of training and a lot of, um, a lot of volunteer training is now being done online because we still need our volunteers to help us facilitate all of these programs that we're doing now. So we were serving our families at full capacity within, within I think it was less than 10 days. Wow, Nancy, I am speechless and I'm supposed to be asking you questions. So that's <laughs> a, what an amazing, amazing story. It was and um, crazy. It, it's, you know, so, so this show is called Everybody Pulls the Tarp. And it's based upon a philosophy that I have that great teams and great organizations are powered by individuals who contribute far beyond the boundaries of their job description. Absolutely. So what, what, what you accomplished there sounds like a massive team effort. You talked about your staff, you talked about your volunteers. How did it come together? And, and how did everyone, you know, how did everyone mobilize as a group? Literally working 24 seven. So think about the IT that was, you know, the, the whole IT element that was behind it, the finance element. We had to cancel. So we had to cancel over 50 events as well. 76% of our revenues in spring 
comes from those events. Those events allow us to put on these free programs. So we were down, right? I mean, that was gonna hit us at about 2.4 million and that we lost just in having to cancel all those events. So we had finance involved, IT was involved. All the, our program leads had to jump in from all around the country, our therapists, Everybody was coming together. And I mean, we were having go-to meetings from morning till night, trying to figure out how we were gonna get this together, how we were gonna get this information to our families. How are we still gonna to continue to support our families? How are they gonna get the Gigi's hug, the Gigi's empowerment, the Gigi's you can do this? Cause that's what Gigi's is. When you, when you walk in Gigi's, you walk into energy and excitement and you've got this, you know, they get, our families get beat up out in the world. You know, our kids wear their diagnosis on their face every single day. There's, there's nothing you hide from on that. There's stares, there's bullying, there's, it's, it's an everyday struggle. And this is where they walk into pure acceptance every single day. They walk in and this is where they go, you know, you kind of walk in like, oh my gosh. And then you go, we walk out like, okay, I got this. I, you know, you gotta you get repowered and you get back out there and, and you and you fight the good fight and and we still needed to bring that empowerment and that energy to them, whether it be through social media, through outreach calls with them, Zoom that and we did um go to meetings, we did team meetings, just letting them feel that they weren't alone. It was really important for our families not to be alone. It was hard enough for a typical a teacher who teaches typical kids to turn around and, and try to teach that typical kid. And now you add the element of, um, you know, some developmental delays, some issue, sensory issues, all the different dynamics that go with it. And now these kids are at home with no help. Mom's working too, trying to help them do what they're doing. They were put, like just everybody else in the world, they were put into this into this crazy world and we just did everything we could to try and help them in that place because it's it's a 24 7 diagnosis and and these families were left alone and i'm so proud of each and every one of them too because they didn't have to they, they didn't have to sign up for that program they could have just laid down and said i'm just they were on there giving their kids all the tools they needed to succeed so our staff our teams our families everybody stepped up i was so proud of them it wasn't we didn't wait for someone to come in and fix it or bail us out we said what do we do in this moment and every single one of us i mean our finance people were running you know we're on the back end of a go-to meeting going i've never done anything with speech therapy before but they were the admin so they didn't you know they weren't teaching it but they had to be the admin behind it they had to be the security behind it we couldn't let anybody get in you know and, and get into where our kids needed to be safe. So it was all hands on deck and it was, and it's always been like that at Gigi's. Like there isn't a toilet I haven't cleaned there, you know, at whatever location I'm at, you know, there, that's how we roll here. Whatever our families need, whatever our teams need, we make it happen. Do, do you think that like, that mentality and that attitude that you have, does, does that cascade down through the entire organization and set the tone? 100%. I would never ask anybody to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. And I lead by example. If, if something needs to get done, I'm going to jump in and we're going to get it done and I'm going to help them get it done. And they do it. You know, what, what I love about it is, you know, we challenge our individuals with Down syndrome every day to, we, we call it to give your best of all. Do a little better every single day than you did the day before and celebrate it. So do one more push-up, read one more word, stretch yourself a little bit. We can't we can't teach that philosophy if we are not owning that ourselves. So we're, it's, it's a challenge. I mean, 
not everybody wants to be better every day. You know, we've had employees before and, you know, we have strong sense of core values. And honestly, we hire and fire by those core values. If you don't have them, you're not going to fit in because we're, we're crazy here. We get things done. And if you're not of that mindset, it's it's not going to work. How do you, we are here to serve and that's what we do. How do you how do you identify people and how do the different centers identify people when they're when they're hiring folks that that fit that mold? Well, I mean, our core values, we were taught to scare people away in the interview process with our core values. Say, no, like when you see these, we live them, like legit live them. When it when we say get it done and break down barriers, you have to get it done and break down barriers. That's what we're going to do. When it says enthusiasm, you need to be enthusiastic. When it says believe, believe in yourself, believe in others and believe in miracles, believe anything can happen. Because how is this working? I mean, Andrew, think about that. How are we doing this? 16 years later, still all for free, 4,400 hours a week. That's 250,000 hours a year of free therapeutic and educational programs. 99% volunteer run. Like it's, you have to believe that you can do something. And I truly believe in self-fulfilled prophecy. And I tell my team this all the time. I say things and they go, oh no, here she goes. But I believe in putting it out there and making it happen. I, I just feel like that, that if you put it out there, anything is possible. And and you know what? Don't don't ever, you know, self-fulfilled prophecy works both ways. It works when you say, I, you know what, I'm gonna do this. And it also works when you say that that's not gonna work. You will that bad energy on yourself. And we don't we we don't let our families do that. When they come in and you know, some of our programming, you know, the, the children need to sit in a certain all my kids are not gonna sit. Well, of course they're not going to because you just told them they didn't have to. And you just told them that, it, you know, you don't say my kid won't or I won't. Always say you will and you will. You'll figure out a way to do it and we're going to help. And that's just that's our philosophy here. And it's it's hard. It's a lot to keep up with. What a what a philosophy that, that everyone everyone should should live by for sure. Nancy, in terms of in terms of um, adversity. You know, mm-hmm. is, when you think back on this journey, right, is there one moment that stands out to you as, hey, you, hey, we're not going to we're not going to make it through this or this is a hurdle that's just too big or or has has that. And, and obviously, you've you've always willed through. Um, but is there something that stands out amongst other challenges that you faced? Yeah, and, and it's it's discrimination. It's the number one thing I've been able to put the programs out there. I've been able to do, we've been able to give the kids all the tools they need to succeed in life and get them ready for the world. But the world has shown us they're not ready for us. And that's really hard, you know, to tell a family, you're not going to feel that discrimination. You know, I, I have pregnant moms who come in here and, and they say, I, you know, and I know I know you're going to help me. I know my kids, my other kids love Gigi. So pregnant moms come here, they bring their kids and it's such a fun place. I hope you have some video that, that you can look at or go on our website and see what we're about. It's such an energized fun place with ball pits and gyms and, and just energy and the siblings love to be here. But the mom's big question was, but are they going to see discrimination? Are they going to see people make fun of her? Are they going to see people stare? Yes. Every day. But you know what? Those siblings, are going to be so much stronger and have so much more compassion and so much empathy there. Those siblings are going to be forever changed in the best way possible. They are going to learn lessons in life that we as parents could never teach because you grow up with it. 
And, you know, I remember my biggest fear for my kids when Gigi was born was what their life was going to be like and how was I going to protect them from that? Like, how, I mean, these kids wear that diagnosis on their face. You can't hide that. And how was I going to protect them from what was going to happen? And that was my biggest fear. But you know what? To this day, I couldn't have made my kids who they are today without Gigi being who she was. And all of them are out there you know, fighting for acceptance of all. I mean, that that's our mission. It goes so far beyond Down syndrome and into the greater world. We need to accept people as they are. We need to respect people as they are. We need to not be so judgmental. It's just, it's, it's my one piece. And there's some stories, Andrew, that I can tell you that have happened to our kids that media doesn't pick up because it only happened to a kid with Down syndrome. It didn't happen if he was a different race, if he was a different gender, if he was a different, if, if there, he was different in other ways, this would be plastered all over the place, but he only had Down syndrome, so it was okay to be abused in the locker room. It was okay to be bullied for this reason. So it's just, that is my only, I'm still trying to overcome that. Um, and that's why, you know, right now and what's going on in the world, I, I, have, I feel for, for everything that's happening right now because I felt it, I've seen it in a different way. I don't see it, you know, I know I, that plight is, is, it's such an overwhelming, um, just, mountain to climb. Discrimination is really hard to get past. And, and it's just something we're all fighting. We're all fighting for. You, it's, it, it, we, we all sure are. And, and, and you talk about acceptance. And, and you, uh, I also know that your entire fundraising engine has been disrupted um, by the, uh, the, the COVID-19 crisis as well, which is just another, another challenge. But you guys have a really exciting event um, coming up, the, the the virtual step to accept. Speaking of yeah. acceptance, why don't you talk about that for a minute? Yeah, it's and you know what I love. Like our country's in such you know we we plan this event. Like first, what we first did first, first we had to mobilize and serve our families and get Gigi's at home going, and then it was like okay now we gotta now we gotta turn to our playhouses and go how are you guys all gonna survive? How are we gonna survive through this when? All of our fundraising, we don't get government funding. We're not government funded. We are, and we rely on private donations. How are we going to get through this? We got to. We have to. We have to do a big event, and we have to do an event that's just going to call out some good to this world. So we, it, the event is called Step to Accept, and it's it's an acceptance event. It's all about acceptance. It's a walk, run, and ride. And and the question is. Who or what will you run or walk or ride for? It's just about acceptance. It's about it's about just accepting everybody as they are. In the end, you know, we have got a big Strava challenge. In the end, you get your your reward is to say I can and will accept you as you are. That's what this is all about. It's pure acceptance. And we took it away from being a Down syndrome event because it's being hosted by individuals with Down syndrome who are like the most in the world. And that's what I love about it but their message is for the entire world to be accepting of all. So it's really, it's such a cool message. And I know it's it's a great time to have that message, but it's a terrible time to have that message because there's another message that's out there that's really important that needs to be, it is about acceptance. And um, it's, it's just a hard time for us to be having this event it's just a hard time in the world right now, you know, but, but we recognize the need for acceptance of all. 
We hope that people can join forces. Steptoaccept.org is what it's called. Step for acceptance and say what you're stepping for. This isn't about Down syndrome. This is about acceptance of all, which is where we need to go in this world. We've been trying to do this with the Generation G campaign since 2014. And we've had a lot of people jump on and become Generation G and just look up hashtag Generation G. But we need more people doing that fight and, and doing it all for the right reasons. It's not just about Down syndrome. It's about making the world a better place. Nancy, I, it, you, I've heard you, that people call you the tour de force. The, uh, <laughs> the, 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 your energy is unmatched. Your positivity is unmatched. When, when, you're able to, when you're able to get out to the different centers, right, which, which I'm sure is much oh more gosh. challenging lately than it, than it yes. has been, um, when you're able to get into the centers, what, 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 what is, what is that? How does that motivate you? And, oh and my how gosh. Does... You, you know what, Andrew, you can't even imagine. So you, it, it's still not real to me that there's so many, I, we walk into a, a, a location and I can't believe that our message has been transformed into another whole building of acceptance and, and, and taking a whole community because you can't build a place like Gigi's. I mean, it's a business. You cannot build something like that without involving your whole community. So you're, the beauty of Gigi's is we serve individuals with Down syndrome, but we give the community a place to serve, a place to learn about love, a place to learn about acceptance, a place to learn about you know how to treat people, that everybody has a different story. That individuals with Down syndrome, you know, they have low muscle tone. It makes everything harder for them. It doesn't mean they don't want to do those things. Those things are hard for them to do. So it's watching the, you know, I'm always so emotional. I try to, before we do an opening or a book signing or an event at a location, I try to go in there first because I I do get too emotional when I first walk in because I'm, I'm so full of gratitude that there is still good people in this world that are stepping up to serve others I mean, we have locations that these aren't just families that get these things started. There was a teacher who opened our Nashville location, was opened by a 23-year-old teacher. We have grandparents. We have business people who opened. Like, it's just about people wanting to make the world better. And it's just, it's overwhelming. Every location I go into, every startup I meet with, these are like the most amazing people in the world because there, there is no agenda. This is just about making the world better and, and doing it through through actions, you know, through, through service, through getting in and, and working directly with these people, meeting all these amazing volunteers. And we call it the ripple effect. People come in here to volunteer because they want to help individuals with Down syndrome and they walk out of here saying, oh my God, they've changed my life. I am better. And then the ripple effect goes out into the world. And we need that ripple effect out into the world of people spreading love and acceptance. And that's what happens after you walk into Gigi's, whether you're just, Someone off the street stopping in to see what a Gigi Spice is all about. You are going to change. Your children are going to change. Our outside walls are decorated. It's done that way so you can see the celebration of life because it deserves. It's there. Every life deserves to be celebrated and respected. Nancy, it, it has been an absolute thrill um, and joy oh. to have you on this show. The, Thank the you, world, the, the world needs more uh, leaders like you, more chief belief um. officers. Why don't you give the audience one more um, plug for the, the Step to Accept? Where can they find more information and, and, and donate? Yeah. Steptoaccept.org. Just that's it. Jump on steptoaccept.org. We also have a, a fitness challenge on Strava. It's a one-hour fitness challenge on June 6th coming up on Saturday. So 
Just run out, do something healthy for yourself on Saturday and let those steps count because our goal with Step to Accept is for acceptance across the world. It takes 7 million steps to walk across the world and I'm hoping we get 50 million steps. I mean, I mean, 7 million steps to walk across the U.S. I want 50 million steps to walk across the world. I think that that's the message we need to have, holding hands together, stepping together virtually on a run, walk, a bike, whatever it is, just get your family together and say, we're going to step because this world needs to be better. We need acceptance in this world. And say, I can and will accept you as you are to every brother or sister you meet on the streets, every person you meet out there. When you're on that walk, accept people. I know it's going to be hard. You can't give a high five. You can't say, you know, we can't gather in a group. But you know what? Your voice will be heard if you step to accept and we make it across the world with those 50 million steps. Nancy, it, again, what, an, what, a, what a thrill to have you on the show. Uh, Nancy Gianni, founder and chief belief officer of Gigi's Playhouse, CNN Hero 2016. You are just getting started, Nancy. That's my, that's right, that's my feeling. Here we and, go. And we are all rooting for you. What, what you an so amazing much. story. Thank you for everything that you, your entire leadership team, all your volunteers and staff do to, to make this thing go on a daily basis. We're, yeah. we're rooting for you. Thank you so much. They're amazing. No, no one person could do this. This is this is our world, Andrew. That's what I love about it. This is our world coming together for the greater good. And they continue to do it. And it's not easy, but we got this. We're going to help them and we're going to make the world a better place. You got this. Thank you, Nancy. Great Thank having you, you on the show. Okay, thanks.